Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelia. I'm here with Glenn and Darcy. And today we will be discussing how to choose a mentor. So I have a bit of experience in the field. I've, I've chosen mentors in the past. And to me, what's really important is somebody who's walking the walk, uh, who has experience in the field. And, um, and I also find that it's great to have somebody who cares. I went through um, a mentorship program with a personal assessment, definition of my why, but absolutely no follow-up. It's like it didn't matter. And I, I, that's something I was very disappointed about. Um, I think it's important, you know, in terms of um, customer service, you know, if you're a mentor and you, you, you're, you're being hired by someone to, um, it's good to have some, some sort of customer service and a little bit of follow-up, you know, see the progress of the student, see through the progress. Uh, and that's maybe the teacher in me speaking. Um, and I think that uh, an element of accountability is a bonus if you can have, add that to the, to, the, to, the, to the mentorship program. Um, and I think you, I was reading a book uh, and they were mentioning, they were suggesting to get somebody who's a, a little bit ahead of you in the process so it doesn't have to be um and I, and I see two different ways of doing it either you talk to someone who's maybe one year two years ahead of you and and you want to learn you know how what steps they took that took them to where they are right now or a, a way i like to do it is um somebody who's worked in the industry you're interested in and is retired so they have more time and they have years of experience and, and you, you make sure you don't take too much of their time and you, you know, maybe you pick up lunch or whatever. And then I think that's a good way of having a, a relationship. And it's, it's a good way for that person to, to give back of their time, their experience. And uh, uh, yeah, so that's my take on, uh, on choosing a, a mentor. No, it's good points. Um, and that's, I think that's what, at least when I'm looking, it's the most important is to see that they are actually active in doing what they want to do they're not just being a mentor or a coach mm -hmm. you know they 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 are still i'm not looking to set up with someone who is a coach i'm looking to set up with someone who is an active investor as well um i've had uh several guests on my other show um and for instance one was in a detroit he was pitching himself as a canadian investing in the u.s and i couldn't air the podcast or i could never put the or never release the show um and the reason was i I kept probing and probing to figure out what they're actually doing for their real estate. Yeah. And a lot of people who aren't really active in real estate are going to hide that. And they're just professional coaches and they're good at reading, uh, regurgitating books and helping you plan, but they've never actually done it. And that's not what I'm looking for. Um, but they'd only own two properties ever in Canada from the U S and they wanted to be a mentor to teach me when I've already owned like a hundred. It seems, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? It's about yeah. like Ari was saying, like someone who is at the next step, a year or two ahead of you, someone or doing what you want to do, not someone who's behind you who's good at uh, trying to guide you. Cause it is nice to have someone to guide you. But if you're looking for that um, accountability buddy, they usually don't cost anything. You can bounce ideas off. You don't need to be doing that. That'll be someone to keep you motivated and working. Um, and that's different than a mentor, right? Um, I had a, another one that I talked to and they were doing huge multifamily. It was uh, a place I was interested in, a place I wanted to learn more about. And um, with a lot of these conversations, I probed down to try and get answers to the questions uh, that, 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 about how they're, what they're doing currently. 
And yes, they had bought a lot of properties, but they hadn't purchased or sold anything in like seven years. And I'm like, well, that's not what I'm looking for either, right? They're now professional coaches. They're basically retired and they're looking to still make the same income, not having to do real estate. Um, so it, I think a lot of it is to figure out what what they're doing, right? Um, the, the hard part I also find too is what they charge for a service. The prices vary drastically. I don't know if you found that Ari, like, but it, it could be like a very small amount or it could be like asking for a hundred grand a year, right? There's complete ranges and it, it really, uh, there's so much apples to oranges that it, I find it really, really hard to, to differentiate between the prices and what you're going to get. Um, and it, it, I don't think maybe you're better at this, but I don't know how to figure this out, what I'm going to get until I'm already in it. <laughs> um, and then you're like, so I guess maybe a, a previous students or something or previous, uh, you know, mentorees uh, will be a good way to try to scout this out as you're going. But that's the hardest thing is to figure out what you're actually getting. Um, and I like to have conversations about what I should expect. And people, when they even do coaching with me, they have conversations with me and say, hey, this is how much money I have. This is what I'm trying to do. What can I expect for a result? What can I, you know, what is reasonably, and those are good questions to ask. What is a reasonable expectation to get from this course? Um, and whenever they say, I have a certain amount of money, can I do this? Um, a lot of it, like, for instance, if they say, hey, I'm, um, I'm looking to do 10 burrs a year. I have $200,000. Is this a reasonable amount to do this? And the, the answer I always give is, well, you know that if you diet and exercise, you're going to lose weight, but there's a lot of overweight people. Um, by giving you, telling you exactly what I do, showing you everything, it doesn't guarantee results. If you're a hard worker, you can probably do that, but I'm not going to say you can <laughs> because yeah. you don't know what it's a lot of this. It's not about the money. A, a lot of people at the misleading thing is they think that it's about the money. Um, by putting spending money, it will get me a certain result. But a lot of it is mental. And I think we talk about this a lot more than a lot of shows, but it has a lot of mental blocks and um, limiting beliefs um, to do what you want to do, right? And and having the right coach um, to try to put us back on track, but having the right coach that's going in the same direction. Because it's not all about fundamentals and it's not all about reading these books. It's about having someone mentally guide you through this. And when you get mental blocks, someone who uh, has fought through these actual things, who is actually a real estate investor to be able to, and they've already dealt with this, right? They've already dealt with the same mental situation because I think that's the biggest blocks you're going to have is the mental side more than the fundamental side. Wow. Okay. That, you know, that idea of a paid uh, subscription uh, mentor had never occurred to me. Um, I was thinking of the ones uh, in my life, I thought it, they, I stumbled upon them. They were like white, white rhinoceroses. I think in episode seven, back in the days, about a year ago in our early podcast, we talked about and acknowledged some of the mentors that we've had in building our business. And I named, you know, my father-in-law, Rudolf Heidenberg, my father. I mean, those, those, you know, not all of us have had the good fortune of having a good, you know, uh, parent mentor. Yeah. Uh, I acknowledge that some are not good. Some are just not suitable for this. This is out of their domain. But my, my father was a contractor and my father-in-law was in real estate as an entrepreneur. So that really helped. And then, you know, uh, others along the way that have uh, come to fill that role in my life 
Klaus Richter at Northwest Properties or Jim Nyson out at uh, IMW out in the Valley. These have been significant mentors. And they came to me uh, when I wasn't looking for them. I was not hunting for them, but they came to fill that role. Um, so I've got a different experience of it. I hadn't really thought of hiring someone. I just stumbled around and then with humility, begged someone who was much better than me uh, to give me help. Um, so I had a couple thoughts on my experience of it. It might be different, maybe, but I think maybe they inform the, the other guys as well. Um, fit's important. I wasn't so concerned that they were real estate guys, although that really helped um, that two out of three of them were in real estate. Uh, so five, I would acknowledge five in total um, to varying degrees. But they have to be, I thought, they have to be like Gandalf or like Dumbledore, they, you know, for our readers, um, that are wise and have gone before and know things that I don't know. Um, so I'm looking for wisdom. And they're, you know, that generally means they're going to be older and they have time to share that wisdom with me. Um, Dumbledore uh, or Gandalf are never hurried. They're not probably in the prime of their business running flat out and just don't have time for you. They're generally in a spot where they're reflective and they're looking for something. And I don't know why, but I think um, maybe when you get towards the latter part of your business, you have a little bit more time and you're reflecting and singing. I'd love to share some of these ideas with someone who's willing and, and interested. So places where you might find these people are in rotary clubs or other service clubs where less of their time is on the operation of their business. And now they're looking to give back and they would be in a generous state of mind. They're already giving to schools, to charitable organizations, to social organizations. And if they came across a young firebrand who was smart and full of ideas and, you know, worth and value, but just needed some polishing, that would be appealing to them. I'm thinking, I'm trying to see what would they, what would they get out of this? What, what are they looking for out of this relationship? Because it's going to have to be reciprocal. Now, you might be asking them questions or wisdom, but they are actually looking for something, a way to give back and to improve the world through maybe your agency to extend their influence in the world, and make it relevant. Um, so that fit is kind of important. I don't know if you can Difficult force it. Was a good point to bring up too. There has to be, you know, either, either monetary or there has to be something going both ways. Yeah. So my thinking was I wasn't hiring, but I hadn't even thought down that road that you guys had gone. These are some of that have offered it generously, but it's not for free. You better be picking up breakfast or lunch or the drinks, you know, and your wallet better be flashing out fast and make it really clear. Hey, you're not buying. No, they're not paying for your breakfast to give you their wisdom. Because here's the thing, people at that level, their value per hour is off the scale. If you want real wisdom, their value per hour is probably unmeasured in the 500 to 1,000 bucks an hour when they're sitting at their desk or on their phone. And that they're giving you this time is invaluable. So you should be listening. And if, if you're not doing what they're saying, or you're not considering what they're saying and really taking it to heart and doing it, they're going to lose interest in what you're doing. So they better be giving you advice that's practical and good that you can implement. And if you're not reflecting back and saying, hey, I tried this, then there's probably not a good fit. If they're telling stuff you don't need, they could be wise, but the wrong guys um, or wrong women um, or the wrong person entirely. So that fit's really important and it should be reciprocal. There should be something going back between you, some kind of energy um, and an acknowledgement of it. You Pardon work, me? You could work for them. Isn't that where you built a lot of yours from? Yeah, I was actually serving one of them, worked for my father and then had no connection to three others. They were just, I just, approached him as a cold call and said, listen, I know you through my father's business. Uh, I know you through uh, my friend, you're his uncle. And I've heard that you're wise. And that's a disarming conversation. 
to be that blunt and say what you say what you want and what you need from them. Um, there's another thing too that many of these people that may be running a business may not have a really clear success. They may be wise, but they may not have a clear succession plan and a clear successor. And you know, uh, there everybody's always looking for talent. They might be looking for someone to invest in both, you know, financially and emotionally and you know, um, physically to invest in that person in wisdom. Um, you know, if you're a good person and you're doing good work, um, others will want to come around you and the other wise people and leaders in their field will be interested in your work. There's potential here for a lot of great reciprocity that's good for everyone. Um, it's just a good relationship. I would be on the lookout for them. Uh, they're probably there, but I bet they're like white rhinoceroses. You know, a little bit rare. They're like unicorns or dragons. But when you find them, you know, it is it is gold um, and it enrich your life. And hopefully you're enriching theirs in some way. Um, maybe they're just bored and interested in what it looks like over the fence in real estate investing. And you can tell them war stories that are charming and interesting. And then they'll say, well, listen, I have a spare $100,000. What would you do with that? And that would open an interesting possibility. But you better perform or that'd be the last of that. Um that's a warning, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I, you, yeah, they're hugely important, but uh, for me, they've been like a white rhinoceros. And when I did find them, they're, they're gold. Just treasure one of my, one of my principles is when I'm getting advice like that, you know, I honor the advice by following it. I think, I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's something I, I try to, I try to do. I think it's yeah. important. and report back, you know, report back with stories, be honest, tell them how it's really working. There's very few people that you can really pull the shot, pull the shades down and say, here, this is what's, this is what's really going on. They will know what it's like to feel fear or they're not the right person. They will know what it's like to feel insecure and to have failures and to have lack and need other people's help. Otherwise they're not the right person. If they're perfect, they're either lying or they don't exist. So if they have flaws, they're the real, they're the real deal. Then they have wisdom and they've been knocked around and they can help you. But someone who's perfect, yeah, you just need to keep moving. They're not the right person. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. No. Oh. Sounds good. Okay, well, thank you uh, for your advice. Thank you for your wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We look forward to uh, uh, you tuning in again next time. And uh, if you want to submit uh, your question that you'd like to be covered, to see covered during the show, feel free to email it to us at advancedreitalk at gmail.com. It's advancedreitalk at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.